Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Five Mastery Podcast, where our focus is on providing tools, resources, and insights that empower driven individuals to secure their own path to financial independence. My name is Peter Donisanu, and today we're going to talk about different ways you can set yourself up to receive tax-free income later on in life. Now, depending on your situation, the topic of not having to pay taxes could be a source of excitement or a source of concern. That's because most of us want to do the right thing, like pay our taxes, right? Well, the fact is that the government has written into law some features that allow many individuals to pay no more tax than necessary. That's why in today's episode, we'll discuss completely legal ways to use investment accounts, securities, and asset transfers to generate tax-free income for yourself and your loved ones in the years ahead. So with that, let's dive into today's podcast. Let's face it, no one likes paying Uncle Sam more than his fair share. But what if there was a way to take advantage of financial planning techniques to not only grow your savings, but also help protect your family and transfer wealth tax-free? Well, sounds too good to be true, right? Well, it's more possible than you think. And as a highly driven individual, you likely have multiple streams of income to consider, like your salary, your bonus, your stock options, and maybe even revenue from a side hustle or a business. And so with these multiple income streams and your high earnings, you're likely setting yourself and your family up for even higher tax liabilities in the years ahead unless you do something about it today. And that's where tax planning comes in. Now, tax planning is essential because it provides a structured approach to minimizing the taxes you owe. And without adequate tax planning, you could end up paying more to Uncle Sam than necessary, which reduces the amount of wealth available to you and your family. To be sure, the financial decisions you make today can have significant tax implications on your future wealth. That's why understanding how to harness techniques to gain tax-free income can help you avoid paying thousands to the IRS, help you leave more money to your family, and ultimately make more informed financial decisions. All right, so when you hear tax planning, you might think to yourself, isn't creative tax planning what got Al Capone put away in jail? Well, the truth is that the U.S. tax code, as complex as it is, has features written into it that give certain advantages to individuals with the time and the patience to see them through, like sidestepping taxes on income. To be sure, tax-free income is like a treasure that's hidden in plain sight. It's income that you or your loved ones receive that, as the name suggests, is free of obligations to the IRS. And so what this means is that every dollar you receive stays a dollar without a portion being reduced by what you would otherwise pay to Uncle Sam. Now, it's essential to keep in mind here that we all earn income under a progressive tax system here in the United States. And what does this mean? Well, a progressive tax system means that the more money you make, the more money you will owe to Uncle Sam because your tax rate rises or progresses with your rising income. And this rising tax rate doesn't just apply to your wage income. In fact, in many cases, it also also applies to interest earned and investment income earned and also applies towards the substantial savings you're likely to receive now and into retirement as well. That's why it's essential now more than ever for you to understand some of the basic techniques of creating tax-free income so you can substantially boost your wealth while legally mitigating your future tax liability. And so what sort of techniques are we talking about here? Well, when it comes to reducing your future tax obligations, there are generally three ways to produce tax-free income for yourself and your family. The first is putting money away in a 
tax-free investment account. The second option is to purchase securities or insurance products that offer tax-free income now and into the future. And finally, you can mitigate a significant tax liability through the decisions you make about your home, when you gift money to loved ones, and the decisions you make before you pass away. All right, to get us started, let's talk about some ways to use investment accounts to mitigate your tax liability. Now, before diving deep down this rabbit hole, let's take a moment to make a clear distinction here between tax-free investment accounts and tax-free investment products. And why is this important? Well, it's important because investment accounts and financial products are many ways entirely different beasts. For example, tax-free investment accounts like Roth IRAs, 529 plans, and HSAs act as shelters or holding containers that allow a wide range of otherwise taxable investments to grow tax-free. On the other hand, tax-free securities or insurance products like municipal bonds or life insurance offer tax advantages that are inherent to the instrument itself, regardless of the accounts they're housed in. Indeed, another way to think about it is that tax-free accounts shelter holdings from future tax liabilities, while tax-free products inherently sidestep income tax altogether. Okay, so then with this distinction in mind, let's explore tax-free investment accounts in greater detail. More Specifically, let's start with the Roth IRA. Now, a Roth is an individual retirement account and acts like a container that offers specific tax breaks for the otherwise taxable investments you hold inside. And the way it works is that you put your money into a Roth IRA using after-tax take-home dollars. And now, while you don't get an immediate tax break for your contributions to this account, the magic happens as your investments grow and when you start to take withdrawals later in retirement. That's because all the withdrawals, including earnings from investments, are received tax-free if you meet certain conditions. All right, another account that offers you tax-free investment income is a 529 plan. Now, you've likely heard of a 529 plan before, but if you haven't, a 529 is an education savings program designed to encourage you to save for your own children's future education costs. Now, these plans operate in much the same way as a Roth IRA, meaning that you fund them with after-tax dollars. And while there's no federal tax deduction on the front end for these contributions, the investments still grow tax-free so that when it's time to take the money out and use these funds, for qualified education expenses, the withdrawals often come out without owing a cent to the IRS. And finally, when discussing tax-free investment accounts, you can't forget about the health savings account or HSA. Now, these accounts are a little different from Roth or 529 accounts in several ways. For example, these accounts allow you to set aside money on a pre-tax basis before Uncle Sam gets his cut of your pay. What's more, the contributions you make to this account grow tax-free, meaning you don't pay taxes on dividends or interest or capital gains. And for an added benefit, the money comes out tax-free when it's time to spend your savings. Therefore, an HSA creates tax-free income by producing a trifold tax benefit, which is pre-tax contributions, tax-free growth, and tax-free withdrawals for qualified medical expenses. So then with all this discussion about tax-free income from these various investment accounts, you may be asking yourself, well, these benefits sound great. What's the catch? Well, while each of these accounts offer tremendous benefits, there are some things you'll want to consider. For example, in most cases, you can't take money out of a Roth until you've reached age 59 and a half or have had a qualifying event. And there are some limitations about how much money can be put into the account. Now, there are ways around these limits, but that's a discussion for another time. Even so, if you expect to be in a higher tax bracket by the time you reach retirement age, then looking into a Roth contribution may be worth your time. As for 529 and HSA accounts, there are a few things you may want to consider here before you start putting money into these accounts. For example, while you can begin taking money out of the accounts almost immediately after making contributions, you need to keep in mind that to qualify for 
tax-free status on those withdrawals, the money must be used for qualifying expenses. Either way, the big takeaway here is that if you're looking to put money to work in a way that you can fund your future lifestyle, education, and healthcare expenses in a tax-free manner, then you should consider looking into a Roth IRA, a 529, or an HSA account. All right, so now that we've talked about certain tax-free investment account types out there, let's talk about the financial products and securities that offer similar tax advantages. Now, here again, it's essential to make the distinction between account types and products or securities. Remember, accounts are like baskets that hold all kinds of investments and shelter them from taxes. So then when it comes to talking about securities and financial or insurance products, these securities or products can exist either inside or outside of a financial account and offer their own tax-free benefits. And so what are we talking about here? Well, take insurance products, for example, like disability or long-term care or life insurance. These kinds of products can be purchased directly for an insurer or through your employer's group coverage without opening up a specific type of financial account. That's because these products are more like a contract between you and the insurer rather than purchasing an investment security in the open market that often needs to be held in an account. And so how does the tax-free aspect of these products factor in? Well, imagine that you decide to purchase a disability insurance policy. Essentially, what you're doing is entering into a contract with an insurance company to safeguard your income against the potential risk of being unable to work due to illness or injury. All right, so now fast forward to a situation where you unfortunately become disabled and start to receive benefits from this policy. Now, in this situation, these benefits typically would come to you tax-free if you've paid the premiums with after-tax dollars. And when it comes to long-term care insurance, this type of coverage typically operates in a similar way, except that it defrays future costs associated with extended medical care, with the benefits paid out from such a policy generally coming to you tax-free. Life insurance is another one of these insurance products that offer tax-free income, but this time not to you specifically, but to your loved ones instead. Here, an insurance company would offer what's called a death benefit to your designated beneficiaries upon your passing. And typically, this death benefit is like a gift received tax-free by your beneficiaries. So then with all this said, it's essential to keep in mind that there are some situations where insurance payouts could be taxable. For example, in certain situations, if policy premiums are paid by your employer, then you could find that a portion of your disability or long-term care proceeds are actually taxable. And on the life insurance side, if your estate is the beneficiary of your policy, then you could find yourself paying estate tax on the state side or even federal tax if that life insurance policy pushes your estate above certain exemption levels. Okay, so now that we've talked about insurance products, let's take a few minutes to talk about tax-free securities. Here again, whereas an insurance policy is a contract between you and the insurance company, purchasing a tax-free security like a municipal bond oftentimes means holding the security in a financial account. Now, municipal bonds, also known as munis, are certain investments where you're lending money to a municipality like a city or a county or a state. And these entities often borrow money from investors to finance public projects like building schools or highways or sewer systems. And so where does the tax-free income fit in? Well, the municipal borrowers pay you interest for lending the money. And because of the laws that are currently in place for these muni bonds, the interest income that you earn is typically exempt from federal income taxes. So instead of giving a portion of your investment returns to the government, in many ways, you're allowed to keep all of your earnings. What's more, depending on the specifics of the bonds and where you live, your interest income might also be free from state and local income taxes. And so as a result, investing in municipal bonds from your own state could provide you with an even greater tax advantage and offer a completely tax-free source of income in some instances. Now, when it comes to investing in tax-free securities like munis, there are some caveats to keep in mind. For example, munis may offer lower interest rates than other bonds, so it's crucial to evaluate the tax exemption and to see how attractive it may be on an after-tax basis relative to taxable bonds. And another thing to keep in mind is that while the 
income you receive from munis is often tax-free. You're likely to pay capital gains tax from selling a municipal bond before maturity. And finally, it's crucial to keep in mind that you don't get a double benefit from holding a muni bond in a tax-sheltered investment account like an IRA, a 529, or an HSA. So that's something to keep in mind as well. All right, so now that we've talked about how various financial accounts and financial products can help you navigate the tax ban in the present, let's talk about how navigating real estate and estate planning can also lead to tax-free asset transfers for yourself and for your loved ones. All right, so to start, let's focus on how you can generate tax-free income from the sale of your home. Now, it's critical to note that when you sell real estate, you're likely to make a capital gain if the sales price is higher than what you originally paid for it. For example, if you bought your house for $500,000 and you sell it for $750,000, then your potential capital gains is $250,000. Now, imagine that you've decided to sell your home in a high-cost part of the country so that you can move to a more affordable cost-of-living state. So to go about this approach, you make your preparations, and after the sale, you find yourself with a capital gain of around $250,000. And because you've met all the necessary criteria the entire amount of the capital gain is exempt from taxes, leaving you with a sizable sum of money you can now use however you want. Now, it's crucial to keep in mind that in order to make all of this work, you must meet certain criteria to be eligible for this capital gains exclusion. Now, the first requirement is that you've owned the property for at least two years during the five-year period ending on the date of the sale. This is what's known as the ownership test by the IRS. The second condition is that the home must have been your primary residence for at least two years during that same five-year period also known as the use test. And finally, you're not allowed to have excluded the gain from the sale of another home during the two-year period prior to the sale of your current home. That's because this rule ensures that you're not flipping homes and constantly taking advantage of this tax benefit over and over. Even so, if you meet all the criteria to get the exclusion, you could tap your home as a source of tax-free income and more importantly, as a way to hasten your journey to financial independence. All right, so now that we've talked about using real estate to generate tax-free income, let's take a few months to talk about gifting and a estate planning as ways to set your loved ones up for tax-free income in the future. Now, some individuals may feel overwhelmed by the mere mention of the term estate planning, and if that's you, that's okay, because we've recently published a post on how to navigate the complexities of estate planning to make it work for you in a simple way, so be sure to check out that resource. But for now, let's talk about a few ways you can transfer assets to your loved ones without paying income tax. Now, the first way is through gifting. That's because when you gift an asset or give money to someone while you're still alive, it can potentially allow you to avoid giving a portion of that money to Uncle Sam. How so? Well, that's because when you're gifting an asset, what you're doing is essentially passing on the responsibility for any income generated by those assets to the recipient themselves. And so if the recipient falls within a lower tax bracket than you have, or they have deductions or credits that offset the income, they may end up paying little or no tax on the gifted income. All right, let's take a look at an example here to explain this concept a little bit better. Let's say that you have investments that generate significant income each year and you're in a high tax bracket. Now, by gifting some of those investments to a family member or a loved one that's in a lower tax bracket, any income generated from those investments may be taxed at a lower rate or possibly not taxed at all, which can result in a tax savings to the receiver. Now, while we've talked about transfers of assets, this approach also applies to cash gifts. Now, cash gifts are a little different than asset transfers, and there are specific rules and limitations surrounding gifting for tax purposes. For instance, there is an annual gift tax exclusion that allows you to give a certain amount to individuals each year without triggering the gift tax consequences, which is currently set at $17,000 for individuals or $34,000 for a couple. All right, while gifting allows you to provide tax-free income to your loved ones while you're still alive, 
Inheritance planning allows you to offer tax-free income after you pass away. And one way this is done is through step-up and basis. And so how does this work? Well, let's say you inherit a million-dollar investment property from your wealthy Uncle Frank who recently passed away. Now, the trouble is that Uncle Frank has depreciated that property over the years, and now it has a low-cost basis. Under normal circumstances, if you were to sell that asset, you would have to pay taxes on the capital gains. However, with a step-up and basis, what happens is, is that the cost basis of the inherited asset is adjusted to its fair market value at the time of Uncle Frank's death. In other words, the cost basis for tax purposes is stepped up to its current value, erasing any potential capital gains that may have accrued during Frank's lifetime. Now, when it comes to bequeathing or transferring your assets, this step up in basis can come in as a substantial advantage for individuals who inherit assets with significant price appreciation. That's because it allows them to potentially sell the asset at a realized profit without owing capital gains taxes on the appreciation that occurred before the inheritance. So then from an estate planning perspective, thinking about which assets you want to gift now and which ones you want to leave as an inheritance is a critical component of creating tax-free income through the estate planning process. Indeed, by now, you've likely come to realize that tax planning is the cornerstone of a sound wealth management strategy. And in many ways, it's the unsung hero that safeguards your hard-earned wealth, curtails tax liabilities, and unearths the chance for tax-free income. And by mastering these techniques and tactics, you can sail through the labyrinth of the U.S. tax code and harness many strategies to create wealth that lasts a lifetime. To be sure, tax-free income can come from tax-advantaged investment accounts like Roth IRAs, 529 plans, and HSAs. That's because they offer tax-free growth of otherwise taxable investments and eventually tax-free withdrawals for specific purposes like funding your lifestyle, healthcare, or education expenses. And beyond investment accounts, certain financial products and securities can carry their weight in gold when it comes to tax-free income. That's because insurance policies like disability, long-term care, and life insurance can provide tax-free benefits under certain situations, which ensures that your income is secure and offers financial protections for you and your loved ones. At the same time, investments in tax-free securities like munis can provide you with a tax edge by offering income that's exempt from federal, state, and even local income taxes. And as we just discussed a moment ago, it's essential to remember that real estate and estate planning can be a real game changer in generating tax-free income now and into the future. Indeed, by decoding various tax strategies and deploying them effectively, you could take one step closer to becoming the master of your own financial independence journey. Well, that's it for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Phi Mastery podcast. To learn more about our research, visit us at phimastery.com or email your questions to questions at franklinmadisonadvisors.com. Until next time, I'm Peter Donisanu, wishing you and yours abundant health and prosperity. Phi Mastery podcast is brought to you by Franklin Madison Advisors, Inc. Franklin Madison Advisors is a registered investment advisor firm with its registration and principal place of business in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. This commentary and forecast are limited to the dissemination of general information pertaining to Franklin Madison Advisors investment advisory services and general economic and market conditions and are subject to change without notice. The information shared today is not intended to be personal, legal, investment, or tax advice or a solicitation to buy or sell any security or engage in a particular investment strategy. For additional information about Franklin Madison Advisors, including fees and services, please contact Franklin Madison Advisors or refer to the Investment Advisor Public Disclosures.